0: Our very greetings, Anka, family, I hope that you are all feeling blessed and grateful for this gift that is life. Today's sharing is from 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 3 and scripture reads, then he said, go borrow containers from all your neighbors, empty containers and not just a few. Well, wow, I'm already so excited about this word, so let's talk capacity. Capacity is defined as the maximum amount that something can contain or the maximum amount that something can can produce. Have you ever dared to ask for something that you felt was too big or tasked yourself to stretch beyond the normal? What was the feeling when you achieved that or when you got that which you asked for? Sometimes we ask God for things that blow our minds and even when we believe he can do it, part of us still lives in the physical of what if it does not happen. I want to address this to somebody who has been asking God for something and you have had an expectation and now you're ready to receive but you don't believe that you're worthy or you feel he will do it in part. Listen, the Bible tells me that his hand is not short and his ear is not deaf. Therefore, he's always more than ready to meet you at your point of need. But do you have the capacity to contain what you dared to ask for? Do you have the capacity for that vision? My Bible tells tells me that Esther went through a period of preparation for what she was about to become. He's not a God of premature, of prematurity. Our God is a God who prepares you for what he's about to give you or where he's taking you so that you are not short of capacity. Look, there are people who are limited in blessings. I'll tell you because they don't have the capacity to contend the blessing. Back to Elisha. He told her, go borrow vessels. Not a few. I won't even begin to talk about the fact that she had something to remind God about her husband, which was the fact that he feared God. That's for another day. Let's go into the fact that the blessing that she was about to receive needed her to ask for more vessels because she did not have enough that would accommodate the blessing that was about to be released upon her life. They are blessings that. God will pour out, but when you don't have the capacity to receive them, he withholds them so that they don't go to waste. You can't be expecting to fetch container-sized blessings in a cup or on a spoon. So there are certain things that you deprive yourself from receiving simply because you are not ready to contain them. You have no capacity to receive them. And so God will not release them. Remember, not everything in your life is as a result of somebody somewhere speaking ill. Sometimes we are our own limitation because of what we believe we are worthy of receiving. So when you begin to see certain things working differently for you, you begin to live the joy that you asked for. You begin to live the life that you asked for. Your life becomes different from your peers. You begin to to receive from God certain things that you had asked for and then you begin to ask God is this really mine am I worthy of it but this is what you prayed for and God has answered you so why do you want to jeopardize it you prayed for that job you prayed for that promotion you prayed for the godly marriage you prayed that your life would be different and any patterns in your life would be different from what has been occurring in your family and he comes and asks you what do you need okay? And and you, you have asked God for this, but instead of opening your hands to receive from him, you fold your hands and begin to tell him what your issues are, what your family patterns have been. You begin to tell him what your society believes in. You begin to tell him who you are. Look, you are talking to somebody who has unlimited solutions and he's standing right in front of you and he already knows what your problem is. So why should you begin to narrate your issues. This is the problem solver. He has unlimited blessing for you. It's just an issue of capacity to contain the healing and being able to receive it. I'm sure that the custom in this widow's land was that whenever you're unable to pay back a loan, your children are taken as slaves. And that was it. That was normal. It was the rule of the land. But she says, no, not my own children. I'm going to redefine that. I'm going to the God of my husband, the God that my husband feared. And I may not have capacity now because all I have is a bottle of oil, but I'm going to ask him to give me the capacity to change my story and contain it. She didn't stop a second Okay, to think about the instructions that the prophet was giving her. She simply went to build up the capacity for the blessing she was about to receive. I don't know the prayers she prayed, but I think she must have said, God, where are you when my enemies are about to overtake me? Where are you when my storm is? empty. God that my husband feared, where are you in this situation? And God says, I'm not done with you yet. I want you to be the standard. I want to build capacity in you, not only to contain, but also to produce. I'm sending somebody with a word. Sometimes all you need is a word, but the question is, do you have the capacity to take the instructions? Do you have the capacity to take the word and create an environment in which it can begin to bear fruit? The prophet asked her, what do you have? Look, God is an all-sufficient God. But in order for the principle of miracles to be complete, he must use what you have. Ask Moses about the stuff in his hand. Ask the boy with the five loaves and the two fish. Ask Peter about the boat. Ask the leper at the get called Beautiful. He stretched his hand to receive. Ask the disciples about the ten days they spent building capacity to contain the Holy Ghost. What about you? What do you have? What is your capacity? I don't know whose word this is for, but I just want to announce to you that it's a reminder that God keeps handing you a blessing of a prayer that you prayed before, a prayer that you prayed a long time ago. He's handing it to you as an answered prayer, but your arms are folded. Look, if I want to give you something, I need you to be able and ready to receive. I can't give you something when your hands are folded. You need to stretch out your hands in order to receive. The prophet says, don't borrow few vessels so when you ask God when you believe him for something don't limit him Please don't limit him. Ask him at the point of, I'm asking for what no eye has seen. I'm asking for what has never happened in this family. I'm asking for what no ear has heard. I'm asking for what has not entered the hearts of men. I'm asking you for what you have not done for anybody else. Challenge God at the point of what you have not done for anyone in this nation and be ready to receive. I'll go back to the man at the get called beautiful. The Bible records that the apostles said, silver and gold we don't have, but what we do have in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And it says he stretched out his hand, showing that he believed. And in so doing, the miracle was complete. May God teach us that sometimes we lack capacity to receive what we ask for simply because we are not ready to receive it. May he build the capacity in us and the faith that believes that he is the God of what no eye has seen, no ear heard and has not entered the hearts of men. May we be reminded always that what he cannot do does not exist. And as soon as we think it, then there is something greater. May God build our faith and capacity to receive from him. Be blessed. Amen.